I've accidentally tumble dried quite a lot of her fancy <laughs> Lululemon <laughs> oh, uh, God, yoga oh, outfits. <laughs> oh no. Actually, that's just been recorded, hasn't it? Yeah. Obviously, don't include that on the intro. Try not to. Hello, and welcome to our creative commune with Pete, Laura, Liam, and B. We'll be chatting all things photography, videography, and just having a general catch-up over a coffee, like we do most mornings. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning, Lionel. How are you doing, mate? I was just saying to you before, wasn't I? I'm just sleepy today. Couldn't yeah. get to sleep last night. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did in the end, but you're like, you know, four or five hours sleep, and I'm just like, oh, grumpy. Yeah, yeah. I know grumpy. Yeah, well, me and Betty, we stayed up for the Everton game last night, so we're both a little bit tired as well, you know. Yeah. But I feel like I've been nailing parenting this week. Excellent. Yeah, because you're on your own, aren't you? I'm on my own, yeah. I've only made two cock-ups, I would say. Well, one of them is like the child didn't go to bed till gone 10 last night. (laughs) But, you know, Everton were on the TV. We won 3-0. And then uh, I I forgot what time pick-up was from the the snowball last night as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, And there was a little chink in my armour, because like this week I've been like... Feel like I've been smashing solo parenting, and then that you know it's like I don't like uh, losing at stuff. So I felt like you know a little bit of a loss last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty was fine though. She was. We well, waited she with was, her, yeah. yeah. But on the way back, she's like, "Daddy, I'm quite cross at you. I got a little bit teary. Was she teary? <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe when she was, I don't know, because she was really far away. You know, when they kind of like call out their names, like maybe yeah. when you weren't there when she called it, maybe she um, felt a little bit. Yeah, they were calling out names, were they, for the whole school? Yeah, no, for everyone. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh, so all in like a queue, and all the parents are there, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, yeah, exactly. Jay, and then like Betty, and like yeah. no one's uh, it's like, yeah, oh, Betty just Betty. hidden to the back, you know. Oh no, so all the parents now <laughs> think that I'm a shit parent, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Betty's dad wasn't there. Yeah, they'll all be talking now. God. Yeah, you'll be the talk of the school. <laughs> you won't. Everyone's done it. They, yeah, 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 it happens. It happens. Things come up. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what's going on then, mate? So, like, we're we're minus our wives, aren't we today? No wives. We are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Laura's. Um, yeah. So much. So much editing to do before Christmas. So she's yeah. just like, now you, if you go and do the podcast, you two do it on your own. Yeah. Fair and enough. And we're, you know, been sent to your house, haven't we? So we're we not have, yeah. not disturbing yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, you know, I've got it all. You know, Christmassy fag. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. Merry Merry Christmas uh, sign on the uh, on the wall there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. it. I bet yeah. When B gets back on Saturday, the first thing she's gonna say is, "Can you get that disgusting sign off my ship lap?" <laughs> yeah, I think it looks nice. Don't I you? think it looks lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just put some tinsel on the wire yeah, or something. I think it looks yeah. good. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna be very happy with the fact that I put a nail in the new ship lap. Oh no. Yeah, but it's in the joint, so we should be okay. We live yeah. in fear of our wives, we do. don't we? We do, yeah. yeah, yeah. So B, she's been away for the past... Well, it feels like she's been away for a fucking year, to be honest with you. <laughs> Three days has it been? Well, it's been a week today. A week today? Yeah, and it feels like when I dropped her off at this train station a week ago, it feels like I've been on my own for about a month. <clears throat> and no. it, I'm like, do you know what? I've got a new appreciation for the efforts that our wives put into family life, yeah. And we're no, we're no slouches, are we? You know, we pull our weight. I like to feel like I pull my weight in the house. But there's things that our wives do that maybe that, you know, it goes unnoticed a little bit. And so I think, you know, you know, appreciation where appreciation is due. Um, 
I found it quite a fucking struggle this week. <laughs> 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 I really have. It's like, because, you know, you want to try and get some work done as well, don't you? Yeah. So I've been at home. Um, I know, well, I need to like, you know, get some washing on. I need to make sure that like, the floors are all clean. I need to make sure like the dishes are done. And like, I do, I do some of these jobs during, during the week, but yeah. having to do them all on my own, it means like I've not really got that much work done. You yeah. know, walk the dog as well. And, you know, it's, yeah. been, it's been a struggle, mate. So a new appreciation is there for, for my wife and, and, and the things that she does in the house. Yeah. So are you going to carry on doing all those things? Make make B's life easier? We're going 50-50 again, mate, yeah. 50-50. 50-50, yeah. yeah. To be fair to B, you know, she does things like, she'll do like the washing, um, which I can do as well, but, you know, she just kind of just does it like automatically and yeah. I'll let it build up and think, oh, all right, yeah, I've run out of, uh, run out of boxer shorts, I probably should do some washing. <laughs> but she's on it all the time, so like, yeah, it's... Uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting experience solo parenting, but I feel yeah. like me and Betty have smashed it together, you know. Yeah. Apart yeah. from the fact that she does look a little bit tired, but that's due to, uh, you know, a couple of late nights. <laughs> 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 but you know, it's like daddy and daughter time, isn't it? So you make the most of it, don't you? Totally. Yeah. So when's B back? She's back tomorrow at three thirty. So she has been in Sri Lanka for the past uh, week in paradise on a yoga retreat. Yeah. So it was her 40th birthday um, this year. And um, one of the things that she had on her kind of want list was to go on this fancy yoga retreat in Sri Lanka with this famous um, yoga teacher. I don't know what her name is. What's her name? Is it Kat or something? Kat, Kat Meffin. Kat Meffin. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So those of our listeners who are into yoga are probably like, oh my God, she's in Sri Lanka with Kat Meffin. I have no idea who this person is, but yeah. apparently she's a big deal, isn't she? In the, Apparently in the, so, in the, yeah, in the yoga yeah. world, yeah. So, so she's been on that for the past um, week, and I've not been able to Facetime with her because the internet in Sri Lanka has just been too terrible. So I've been getting the odd message from her. Um, she's knackered her phone as well by filming some of the other girls um, in the sea. In the sea. So yeah. it was a surfing and yoga retreat. So she's been surfing, doing some yoga. That's um, so cool. She's knackered her phone from like filming the girls in the in the sea and. Um, I've been like, you know, what's the food been like? And she's like really enjoyed it. It's been a vegan um, menu, uh, so no alcohol and vegan food. So I'm expecting a shrunken wife <laughs> to come back, which actually could be a bonus because um, I've accidentally tumble dried quite a lot of her fancy <laughs> Lululemon uh, oh, God, yoga oh, outfits. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, and she specifically said, oh, Liam... they are not cheap as well. They're not, and they're not, no. She said to me, Liam, if you're, gonna, if you're doing some washing, do not tumble dry any of my clothes. Yeah, and you were like, nah, it's fine, I'm doing it. Yeah, but yeah. like the thing is with our washing machine, it's a, it's a, it's a washer-dryer. So when it's finished washing, naturally you just turn it onto the dryer, don't you? You don't go rooting through the clothes first, like you would do if it was a separate Ooh. unit. Yeah? So I've just like switched it on and then I've tumbled dry and then I've, I've taken them out and I'm like, oh, bollocks. Oh no, here's a Lululemon yeah. outfit. But well, Betty can wear them uh, exposed now. She can. Well, <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is because like she's been on a vegan diet all week, you know, yeah. the shrinkage has been cancelled out. Okay. <laughs> I thought about it this morning. I thought, okay, come on, yeah. yeah, I might be onto a winner here. All right, okay. good, good luck. Yeah, so she's back um, tomorrow. Thank the Lord. Get the wife back and um, normal life will resume. Excellent. Yeah. Pub? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you then, mate? What have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? Lots of just editing. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Slow has been kind of all hands on deck and, and I do like the final tweaks of the, the films. So I've had a couple of those to do and, and ship off to the the people, yeah. which is, I think that's like, like one of the nicest bits. We're like, that's finished. Goodbye to you, Indeed. you know, films. Indeed. And yeah, then you just, you wait, don't you? Like, does anyone like them? Do they hate them? I've not, I've not heard back from the last two. I mean, it's not been that long, but yeah. just like, guys. <laughs> guys it seems to be a running theme though doesn't it yeah, you know, yeah. people were talking about it in some of the various Facebook groups you know like the fact that you know not as many couples are getting back back in touch anymore are they and like same with us as well and yeah they don't really seem to ever think it you know it'd be nice to get some sort of feedback from it but when you know you've done a good job you know yeah. it doesn't really play on my mind so much you know so yeah, when we agreed. send stuff out it's, now it's, it's when you, you you send out a film and you're a bit like oh that one was hard mm. You know, and then and then you don't hear back, and then you're just like, oh, like did I fuck it up? I don't think I did, but you know, it just like plays on your mind a bit, it doesn't does, it? It does, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, how's it going with the with bookings? Have you had any more meetings? Any more bookings? Um, I had a meeting, yeah, last night uh, for a wedding in 2025. Um, they said they were booking. Um, nice. That doesn't mean what it used to mean, does it? It but, doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be good because does that make us three or four for twenty twenty five? Which I think you know is is, is is all right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we've we've got nineteen for this year mm-hmm. now. Oh, that reminds me. Um, we did not lose one, but the um, there was one through through a planner, um, and they got in touch before because they were like, oh, you know, show, should hopefully be in the bag. You were their favorite videographer. Um, but that couple's gone and, and they, fa- they found someone themselves like outside of the, of the planner. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, For less does, money, yeah. I, I don't know if it's less money. I mean, I presume it, it is. It it was someone that did like a combined package. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, pictures and, and, and video. Ah. Um, so that that's fine. Yeah, these yeah. things happen, don't they, now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. That, but that, you know, I was, I kind of like had that kind of penciled in the, in the calendar because the planner was like, yeah, probably, probably definitely booking you. So yeah. I was a bit disappointed about that, but life goes on, doesn't it? It does, mate, it does, yeah. Nine, yeah. 19 for, for next year. Which is decent for, for you guys, isn't it? Like, I mean, how much do you need? Like 20 and then you're, you're in a good position. <laughs> <laughs> um, 25 would be, you know, yeah, decent-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, I'd want 35. Yeah. Um, I just think it's... I think everyone feels the same, but like the money doesn't go as, as far, does it? It certainly doesn't, At, at no. the moment. No. Um, our electricity and gas bill is £450 a month. Oh, my God. My God, What mate. the hell? I mean, ours is probably 450 quid this week because, uh, well, I just didn't realise the heating was on, like, 24 yeah. degrees for quite a lot of the time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I looked on our account, anyway, and we're, like, two grand in credit. Right, okay. Decent. And it's just like, when, when are you going to let me put the... <laughs> you know the direct debit down. Yeah. Why do you possibly think I'm spending yeah. four fifty a month on on gas and electric? Like, do I have like a secret like pot grow like in the in the attic? <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I've been up there. It's freezing. They'd all be dead. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's yeah, it's wild. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you say, mate. Like money doesn't go as far as it used to, and so, yeah. Yeah, everything but that, that's so why money. people are struggling to to book like photographers as, as, as well, like you know, book the clients in rather. Um, you yeah, know, because because yeah. everyone's feeling, I think, a little bit the, the, the squeeze. Pinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And but like, like, there is the, the, like the solution cannot be to put your price down is what I'm thinking though because if no. if I was doing you know 40 weddings at one and a half grand yeah like that's not enough money for for like you know two people even mm. we you know we live in a small two bedroom end terrace like yeah. we're not like we don't have a massive mortgage to to kind of service and, and all of this but that's yeah. it's just not not enough it's not and like, you know, people always talk about, you know, having like living more sort of frugal lifestyle. But when you're used to a, a certain lifestyle, you don't really want to let that go. And it's like, it's, you know, you and I, our families, like we don't, we don't live like frugal lifestyles. We do like nice things, don't we? Like we'll have like, we'll do a bit of shopping sometimes. We'll have the odd meal out. We'll go to the brewery, spend uh, quite a lot of money at the brewery. <laughs> we'll go for a drink. We'll, we'll have like, the brewery, we'll spend like 30, 40 pounds. Yeah. Probably. And we'll yeah. have like, you know, one nice holiday, you know, and we we'll might have some like weekends away as well. Mm. And these things all add up and it's not sort it's not the sort of thing that we'd like to kind of stop doing. So the only solution really is to is to keep on pushing ahead with like your own marketing and like, you know, not kind of feel the need to uh to sort of cut back so much yeah. and just kind of think, well do you know what? No, I'm I'm used to this lifestyle. I enjoy it. We're gonna maintain it and we're just gonna basically smash it at business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the alternative is I've thought, you know, like you know you can go into your roots from block certain web pages. Yeah. So I might like just sneak in there and like block Lululemon and oh, you know that's, that's, that's a sneaky <laughs> idea. Think how mate. much money we'd have, Liam. Hey, that's a quality <laughs> idea. But I'm sure she'd just go on the four G then, wouldn't she? She's not done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, us it's uh, it's been quite good again. Um not had any recent bookings, but we're talking to quite a few people at the moment. Um so I think it's like like five in the pipeline. So yeah, things do seem like loads better business-wise now for us. Yeah. Uh, we're on like 29 for next year. Which is amazing. Which is just amazing. Like it's, it's such a, it, we managed to claw it back. Like like it's just been, it's been quite kind of erratic recently with the amount of people who have been in touch and wanted to book us. Compared to where we were in July, I think July, when we were in uh, Corfu. Yeah. I think we were on like nine and I was concerned then. I mean, yeah. like, even though nine at that point of the year is pretty decent, I'm used to having probably double that in the bag. So, yeah, it's very strange how the market is at the moment and how there's no kind of pattern anymore. There used to be some, you know, something that, you know, some sort of gauge where you could, you know, you would know you'd have like a flurry of bookings coming in. Now it's kind of sporadic all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And you see lots of talk on social media at the moment about making sure that your website's in good condition for, you know, engagement season. And I don't really think that's a thing anymore. You know, like after Christmas, is, is there going to be this like this huge flurry like there used to be? I'm not sure if there is. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if it's all the engagements or just like the new year kind of like push. Mm. You know, like, they, you know, people people often get engaged, don't they? They'll maybe book the venue. Mm. Um, or maybe not even that. And then sometimes it's just like, right, it's the new year. Now is when I need to get started on my uh, yeah. my life, you know, tasks. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas yeah. is out the way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's traditionally how it's always been and that's how it should be. But there has been years when it hasn't followed suit, you mm. know, and sometimes you have like, you know, January and February, like, hello. And it's sometimes it can be a bit tumbleweed in those months as well, can't it? So, it can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm happy. We're in a good position. Um, and for me to be happy, that's uh, quite a rarity. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel quite content uh, at the moment. So, yeah. What else has been happening? Um, well, I was just thinking then, um, you know, getting your, your website already and, and all that. People are always like, oh, you should get lots of reviews in, shouldn't you? You know, so when mm. people search, 
you know, come back and search and it comes up with your website again, but also all the reviews down the side, you know. It's really only Google, I think, isn't I it? I think so. That's yeah. all we use, yeah. yeah. I know there's other ones. I don't think like... anyone gives a fuck about, like, a Facebook review anymore, no, do they? I don't no. think so, mate. And there's others like, like if you're on Bride Book, that's, like, quite a th- heavy on reviews, isn't it? Yeah. Bride Book and... And is Hitched. People on Hitched. Hitched. I always hear about Hitched. Like, I've... Don't know if I've ever advertised on there, like no. maybe like 15 years ago when we were starting out. Um, it's very expensive now, Hitch, as well. I hear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm not allowed to do it down now. I did that when I was starting out. It doesn't mean it's not, you know, worth it now, but yeah, yeah just yeah. you forget about them. You do. Well, Hitch are still, like, you know, a big player in the in the industry. You um, would, I remember you talking a little while ago saying um, they were always top. Yeah, they're always top because, like, well... You know, SEO is important to me, so I'm like constantly checking our rankings, like probably an, to an unhealthy level, because it's like it's what brings in most of our inquiries. Yeah. And so, you know, we we do quite well from SEO, and we've got I've got about sort of sixty pages um, that rank really well. I've got fifty pages that are in the top ten, and some of them are for like really like, you know, competitive search terms like Manchester Wedding Photographer Cheshire, London, all those those pages and so we have like pages for each of these regions that rank really well and it's always hitch that are at the top so i did a little bit of poking around um trying to figure out you know what's going on with hitched and the reason why they're at the top is because um they've got like millions of um subscribers so hitched are are sort of like international so there's like hitched in australia there's hitched in america there's hitched bloody everywhere basically and people sign up um, and then they get given like this fancy badge that they can put on their website. But yeah, the, just the, a bit of code, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of code. The code in. Yeah, put the code on their website and then Hitch then got um, a do follow link back to their website. So basically all these websites are feeding yeah. Google juice to, to Hitch, yeah. which makes them pretty much like undefeatable un- when it comes to like the, the top. Uh, for pretty much every search term that's out there, yeah, uh, which is why people, you know, are keen to kind of potentially be involved with Hitch because they're top of Google, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so we've had like contact from them in the past where they've tried to sell us like the top spot for like London. I'm like, well, how much is it? It was quite a few years back, and I think it was something like I can't. I mean, quote me if I'm wrong, but it was it was about like seven hundred quid a month or something stupid. It was a lot of money. Wow. I might be wrong, but it was it was it was it was it so was like a eight and silly, half grand a year. It was a silly amount of money, yeah, yeah. to to like have this kind of top spot, um, which I just think is just absolutely ludicrous. But you know, yeah. people are paying it, aren't they? Because yeah, yeah, people are listed there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but yeah, talking about reviews, mate, it's um, something that kind of popped up in one of the Facebook groups um, this week, wasn't it? About uh, someone got like quite a, a sort of nasty negative review. Um, yeah about their work and it wasn't just it wasn't just posted on Google was it this particular yeah, bride went out went out of her way and posted it on like up to like 10 different I mean she she must have I mean she was on one wasn't she basically there was a there was a few as well I think because because someone was sharing their story and then the other people were like sharing their like similar like horror stories weren't yeah. they like yeah, yeah. like that, it seems like so many people have have kind of been through this yeah um and it yeah it seems a little bit kind of vindictive doesn't it it does it does because like none of these these people um well you know none of the ones that i know it's it's like they're all trying to deal with with it you know like you know 
for some of them, was there was a clue like, oh, they're not 100% happy with these pictures or this video. Um, and like, you know, they were kind of like liaising with them, seeing what they could do. Um, yeah. And then it's, yeah, like at, at, at some point, and I kind of see it from the, the customer's point of view as well. They're just like, I'm getting nowhere. I'm just going to go nuclear option. and and Yeah. But it's a bit like you're not dealing with like, Sony or Microsoft or you know something like that here like mm. you know you, you're dealing with, with with small small business owners yeah um who you know are not I mean obviously some are trying to rip you off like, but you know like but no no one that I know in the wedding industry is like that you know no. and if, if someone messes up they'll they'll try and they'll try and make it right yeah. Um, but if you know these Google reviews and like slandering, not slandering them, but like ripping into them everywhere you can find on the internet, yeah, with a view to like destroying their yeah business, their life. That's kind of how it appeared for this particular case, didn't it? I don't know if they kind of yeah, like you know, there's there's not. <laughs> Doesn't seem very proportional. It doesn't. It's no, like that, that's the word, mate. If, if say if you're like I'm unhappy with a couple of these group shots, you know, because mm. that that's normally as far as these complaints go. It's just like uh, there's the, the, there's more of this group shot, you know, the, this family in the group shot than this family, and like yeah. people are a bit upset after the fact. Maybe there's been a bit of blowback in the family. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like it's never normally that they've they've actually ruined the wedding no, no one's groped a bridesmaid or a groomsman or you know no one's set the yeah. you know the teepee on fire mm. you know like the, it's not like a a life-ruining thing it's like a niggle yeah that is upsetting mm. but i mean Ooh. get over it right what well, someone's someone's oh, doing right. a lot of their work okay. next door yeah well i think they're doing some work on that side and also on that side we've got some new neighbors Hmm. So, we're going to have a little bit of a background buzz, unfortunately. So, where were we? Where were we, yeah. Oh, we're so rudely interrupted by some drilling next door. <laughs> yes, yeah. Back on it now with reviews. We should leave him a complaint. We should. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this particular case wasn't like... Because, like, when you when you leave, like, Google reviews, you, you, you've got, like, stars to pick, haven't you, you know? And, mm. and this particular case was, like, one star, wasn't it? It mm. was one star, and it was one star not just on Google. It was on various different platforms. It was savage, wasn't it? You know, mm. it, was, it was as savage as you can get. And... This has this has happened to us in the past. Um, we didn't. It wasn't like a one star review, but it was like I think it was two or three, and it was two or three, and it made me feel like quite upset. You know, I was I was really upset about it because I always work my bollocks off at every wedding that I shoot. Yeah, we wedding photographers are you know we're quite sensitive people. I think you know like we're creatives, aren't we? So. <laughs> 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 oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a hard listen for people. This Isn't not it? just the the dark conversation. Maybe the, we can just talk uh, the to, the, to the beat of the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where was I? It hurts, man. It hurts. It, hurts. it does hurt to get a bad review because we all work hard. We all try our very best. Yeah. And to get like any negative feedback hurts. Yeah. Uh, and we're not like you know these like you know tough corporate types who can maybe sort of take it on the chin we're we're small independent businesses sometimes it's we're just working solo sometimes it's with our wives yeah. from home and to get something like that 
can affect your mental health quite a lot, can't it? Yeah. It really can. Super personal, Um, isn't it? And so... Especially when you feel like you've been dealing with it okay and you're like, yeah, you've been chatting and... Yeah. And then it's just like all of a sudden, like, Mm. you know, it's a big F you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's going to happen. I I think... I always remember Damien Lovegrove saying something in his book and it was like, this was many, many years ago because... You remember his book? It was like the kind of the Bible, the go-to for wedding photographers like 20 years ago. Yeah. What was it called? It was just something like The Business of Wedding Photography. And so I read it like religiously back then. And there was a section in there about this type of thing. Uh, and eventually... But that was before Google reviews. This was before Google yeah. reviews, yeah. But he always said, and this this stuck in my mind, like, you know, we're basically in retail. You know, we're selling a product mm. to the public. So we're in retail. So it's the same as like having a shop and customers are coming and going in the shop. And eventually you're going to get a customer who's a bit of a crank, yeah. <laughs> aren't you? You're going to get somebody who's going to come along regardless of like how well you've done. They're going to find something to complain about. Yeah. And that's a something that we, we as in the wedding industry have to accept is going to happen. You know, it's going to happen even though, even though you might have nailed it, you might have felt you've nailed it. Yeah. Someone's going to come along one day who's got an issue with something and could potentially take it too far. And that's just something that B and I um, understand now and we accept. And like when it comes along, which it's, it's very rare that it happens, but it is going to happen to all of us. Mm. How best do we deal with it when it comes along? You know, how best do you deal with the fact that you've got this one star review on Google? Yeah. Yeah. What are the steps that you can take? Um, well, I would say, because I mean, touch what we've been really super lucky with this, um, but we haven't had like a, a bad review yet. Um, yeah. And I'm sure it's going to happen. I'm sure there've been weddings where they've, they've wanted to. Yeah. Um, I can see it coming in the future, mate. You're like, you, you'll miss something God, really important. Know. And then the groom will be walk outside, find you sat in a bush vaping. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you missed the speeches. <laughs> what am I doing there? Oh, God. Can you imagine? Um, yeah, I'm a, and I don't think... I, I'm trying to think back. I'm sure there have been things where maybe it was on, on the road to, you know, was, was potentially getting a bad review. Like, maybe someone didn't get some shots of something they were like you know disappointed but like what i you know the approach we've always taken is is kind of like always be like like upfront and honest like at the time because i remember yeah. saying like it was it a couple of years no it was last year i think where i we'd i'd fucked up the audio for like a bride speech mm. um you know like i'd i'd basically like i'd i'd plugged into the system like they just moved to a new location and I'd got set up and I thought I was all good to get the feed from, from the bride. And it's hard to mic up a bride because white dress, like it's no real, really to, nowhere pretty to put a mic. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm plugged into the feed, you know, the system, I've, I've, I've got everything sorted. Yeah. But I'd plugged it into the wrong side of my um, recorder. Like there's, there's, there's little ports on both sides and I plugged into the wrong side. Yeah. Um, and like I, I kind of like, you know, it was like, oh shit, I have fucked this. Yeah. Um, so like, it was basically like immediately after um, I went up to the bride and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, you know, I, 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 I didn't get the audio for that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's my fault. Like, yeah. can we go outside and kind of like, could you, would you mind like 
reading you you know your your speech like just a camera and I popped a mic on her outside mm. um just so do something to like fix the the situation mm. not 100% because obviously like they don't have it they don't have the audio and the, the, the visual of her doing it in the room, which looked nice. It was nice footage. You know, it's, it's a bit... So I'd, I'd fucked up, but I'd been honest and tried my best to, to fix it. Yeah. Um, and then in other situations, it's just like, yeah, just, just what people want to hear, I think, is like, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, pe- people are scared to say sorry because it's like admitting guilt, isn't it? And you're yes, like, as soon yeah. as you say sorry, like if it goes to court, it's going to be like, well, you said sorry, you knew that you'd fucked it up, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, but like also, <laughs> I don't know where you're going to court from bad reviews, but I'm just like, oh my God, I'm sued. Um, but you know, like they also take into account like how the, the business dealt with it and if they have yeah. tried to you know, remediate the situation. True, yeah. You know, if, if if you have kind of like, you know, like said sorry, maybe if, if it's bad enough you had offered money back, Yeah. then, you know, they kind of take that into account. It's just like, you know, like yeah. they've tried to fix it. They've, you know, if, if they kind of thought like, well, you didn't get 20% of the package delivered, then they knocked like mm. 20, 30% off, off the price afterwards. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of fair. We're not going to put punitive damages on them. Mm-hmm. Um, Good advice. Good advice, mate. Yeah, like basically what you're talking about is um, stuff that we can do uh, to cover ourselves while we're actually on the job. Yeah. Um, and like you say, it's like when we, you know, we're human beings, aren't we? And sometimes there's things that we can miss at weddings because weddings move like super, super quickly. Absolutely. There's so many things going on in our minds at the time, you know, like to be a good wedding photographer and videographer, it's not just about like your skill as a, as a creative, it's uh, being able to kind of like multitask with equipment, being able to, to people manage on the day as well. Yeah. So all these things together can, we can sometimes come a cropper, can't we, and make mistakes. We can. So I think if we, if you know that you've made a mistake on the wedding day, like you say, it's, it's probably best to, to maybe speak to the couple on the day because if you know it's, if it's a yeah. moment that's been missed that you, you can't recreate and you feel guilty yeah. about it if you feel a bit of guilt then it's maybe best to go and speak to the couple about it and just be open and honest about it like yeah. it happened to me at a recent wedding where I missed the confetti entrance not that it was it wasn't in the details anyway but I did feel like oh no I've missed something here quite significant yeah. because it was one of these weddings where there wasn't really any major events happening it was just um, people yeah. gathered having a party and, and I the, missed this the this couple entrance. didn't know about it though did they, they didn't I remember know about you talking it, yeah. to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I approached them about it and spoke to, to the groom about it and explained why I'd missed it. And he was like, he was so cool about it and very understanding. Yeah. And so... Yeah. It's when you don't say it and then they're looking through their pictures like, oh, I remember that moment and there's yeah. just no sign of it at all. Yeah. That's when, they, you know, because they're removed from you at that point. You know, like a couple of months later, you know, when they get their pictures... Mm. or their films like they've kind of they've lost you know the, the memory of like oh Liam or Pete like they were nice like you know they, yeah. they're not some kind of like like cold business owner you know like you're there as a person like on the day and you've kind of normally kind of bonded with a couple haven't you yeah you're getting along fine and you know if you mess something up like that's your time to yeah to like definitely yeah and then it also, most things can be 
semi-fixed you know you you're like oh we missed this group shot earlier even if it's pitch black at the time and you like you're just getting a flash shot inside at the end of the night and everyone looks a bit drunk yeah you still tried to they've still got that picture you still tried to fix it yeah definitely mate um yeah and like so oh, i'm just thinking back like how many like first kisses i've missed over the over yeah. the years well it's easy done because sometimes they don't go in for a, a, a lingering mm-hmm. kiss do they it's just a little peck you or know? like you're there you're focused you're looking at it on the camera while you know they're doing the sign the register you zoom in you're like oh, that's not in focus at all how is that not in focus I was at f4 at like yeah. 24 mil how can not everything be in focus <laughs> how is this even possible um, yeah. and then like you know you like you, you go up to them you're like would you mind just before you walk down the aisle just having a little kiss because like the shot I've got is terrible I'm so sorry like yeah, yeah good point yeah yeah it's stuff that we can all add to our pre-wedding questionnaire and it's uh, it's stuff that we can maybe talk to the couple about as well during these uh, these zoom meetings we have um during the build-up to the wedding mm. i might start adding this actually now you know and start talking to them about like the first kiss and say when you have your first kiss you know we're not talking like a full-on snog here guys but you know let, yeah. it, let it let it linger for a few a few seconds at least, you know. No tongue, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> because like you say, if it's like a little peck, it's like it's like oh yeah. bo- bollocks, you know. But I haven't got the the contact. And yeah, if you get yeah. the shot where it's like there. Oh, just before, just, just before, before it's like I mean that's as that's as good as in the bin, isn't it? <laughs> Duck lips. Yeah. 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 We've learned something new today. I'm going to say to my couples, yeah, go in for a full-on French kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, give me I, some time, guys. I learned something new this week as well. Um, what was that comment Chris Potter made? Um, giving away secrets. Now I'm going to give them away to the world. Because um, he always, always nails like the groom reaction to the bride walking down the aisle. Yeah. And he's shooting it all on his own. It's just, how do you do it? How did he, how, you know, because he's filming the bride coming down the aisle yes. himself. And then he's got like a static tripod on um, on the groom. Yeah. Um, um, basically, like he he preps the groom. He has he has a word with them first, and he's like, "The camera's there. I want you to turn your body towards the camera." Yeah. And then, like you know, look look to the bride with your head. But you know, like there, it just means that they're always mm. always in the right position. You always know what's happening. Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. I mean, that, that's really good good advice as well. And I do the same. I always prep the groom as well. Mm. So I'm not like a purist documentary photographer when I'm shooting my natural stuff i will i will kind of give advice so the resulting images become natural Mm. but i've had a hand in in kind of coaxing them in the right kind of position so the groom i'll always say to the groom look when the bridesmaids are coming down the aisle have a good look you know your daughter's coming down the aisle you know she's a flower girl have a Mm -hmm. good look and then there's always that gap then, isn't there? So the bridesmaids come down. There's always that gap before the bride comes down. Yeah. You know, the big moment. And I always say to the groom then, um, it's tempting to kind of spin around and see you straight away. But yeah. in doing so, I just got the back of your head then, mate. So um, not do that. <laughs> like, I'm going to be at the front. Ignore me, but just kind of have that moment to compose yourself while, yeah. while she's coming down the aisle. Yeah, and yeah. Ignore me. Um, and then... Um, you're going to see me give you a little thumbs up when she's about a third of the way down. Yeah. So I've got that shot of you in that moment before she's coming down the aisle. Knowing she's there, feeling all the feelings. She's there, out of focus in the background. Exactly, mate. You know, you've got the tear on your cheek and then you still get that moment to see your wife-to-be coming down the aisle. 
but I've got both the shots then as well. Yeah, yeah. And then when she gets to the front, we've still got that kind of like really special moment when she's really yeah. close to you. It's all natural still, but we've just kind of, through our experience, we've kind of not manufactured, but had a little nudge in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've gone off on a bit of a tangent here, haven't we? That's all right. I think that's that's We were allowed. talking about reviews, weren't we? <laughs> we were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, bring, it brings up a lot of other things, doesn't it? it, it anyway, does. it does, um, it does. reviews... They suck. They do. Um, bad reviews suck. Bad reviews suck. Yeah. 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 Ooh, pre-wedding questionnaires. Here's a good one. So on the pre-wedding questionnaire... We Is this go- another tangent? No, it's about... It's, a, it's, it's about... It's about, it's about, it's about uh, maximising your ability not to get a negative review. Like it. So to have in a section on the pre-wedding questionnaire that states, are there any specific shots that you would like us to capture? Um, and so within that they have the opportunity then to say, yeah. you know, oh, I've got a really lovely train. I really want my train to be like in the centre of the yeah. image. You know, I want that to be like the star of the show, you know, and the some because sometimes brides can get, you know, a little bit kind of arsy about not getting like, you know, shots that f- fully show like the train and all its glory. Mm-hmm. So this, this is definitely something that, you know, you can put inside your pre-wedding questionnaire. Are there any specific shots that you would really like us to, to capture? Yeah. Um, and then obviously make sure that you you do those things at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so having yeah. those things on the pre-wedding questionnaire, making sure you approach them on the wedding day if you have made, come a cropper on something and just explaining your part on that. Yeah. All these things are going to help cover your back. Not like foolproof, but, you know, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's putting you in a strong position, isn't it? I think, it? yeah, that's, that is a good point. Uh, yeah, we always ask, you know, like, as well. I mean, because we, we like to have a Zoom before um, the wedding. We, I make notes. Um and yeah, like the, the last bit of that is like important shots, like, you know, like meaningful details, you know, because sometimes it's like mum or, you know, like a good friend has, has done like the flowers and stuff like that, but it's, it's never been mentioned before or the cake. Yeah. Um, and also like important people yeah. um, that aren't going to be obvious. Yes. And then that, that last one, the important people that aren't obvious. Um, comes from a wedding that we kind of almost fucked up. I didn't fuck it up, but <laughs> no, it was it was like a big wedding, like maybe 180 people, something like that. You know, like one of those where you're in a marquee and you're like, there's people as far as the eye can see, and you're like, wow, yeah. this is big. Mm. Um, and like we found out um, just before just before the dancing started mm. that the groom had a sister. Yeah. Um, hadn't seen her like all day. Mm. Um, like she was probably in a in a group shot, but you know, like when you kind of like you flying through these group shots, and so they're not always like my family, your family. They're just like names, aren't they? And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, get yeah. these people in. Um, and then like you know, th- this sister was kind of like she was at the back of the room, maybe like five tables away. Mm. from the from the top table because um, she'd you know she'd, she'd recently had a like a child and she was like busy busy all day with, yeah, with yeah. the kid yeah but like I didn't know about her till till this point obviously mm. the young kid wasn't involved in the morning things yeah. um, and then it's just like oh my god like yeah. I'm only finding out about this now I can't miss off someone's like sibling like that's sure. yeah 
Yeah, yeah, key people who hover in the fringes. Exactly, and that's where yeah. it's like, I, and I, I, I don't reference that in detail with a couple. It's just like, you know, maybe someone, you know, like family members, like, you know, just had a kid or something and they're going to be a little bit, like, removed from, from the day. Like, I want to make sure, you yeah, know, yeah. they're included. So, I, like, make sure to ask that because, like, you know, you have yeah, these yeah. things and you're just like, fuck, like, you, you know, do, you yeah. don't, you don't want to mess up, and it, and it would feel unfair, wouldn't it? Like it would. when the, you know they complain afterwards, ah, oh, there aren't many of my sister, and it's just like she wasn't there, like yeah, she yeah. was barely there. This is not on me. But yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, that's a good point, and like because we've got a section on our pre-wedding questionnaire that says, are there any key people that you want us to f- to focus our attentions on? Yeah, and um, the wedding I've got coming up. Um, uh, in London next week, I think, next weekend. Um, there's a bit on the pre-order questionnaire where it says, uh, oh, yeah, both of our fathers are quite reserved. Right. Um, and so it's likely that you won't be seeing much of them during the day. They might be spotted, you know, cozied up somewhere on a sofa, you know, right, put, okay. put in the world to rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having that information, um, you know, these are two, like, very yeah. significant key people. Yeah, if I didn't yeah. have that information, I'd be going about my day, shooting the wedding, might be no shots of the dance. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah. Oh, there was another one um, a couple of years ago um, we had asked that question. They were like, right, my grandma, she complained to the last photographer, like someone else in their, their, their family had got married um, and there were no shots of grandma in it. Yeah. And like, you know, she was, she was angry about it. Mm. Um, and like, this was a grumpy grandma. You know, one of those, like, it just has a grumpy face. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she was actually grumpy, um, <laughs> but I was, I was shooting her all day. And I, and I delivered, like, a load of these grumpy shots because, like, you know, they're in nice character. moments. And it's just like, yeah, like, maybe she... I'm, some people look fierce, don't they? But they do. the people who know them well, that's people like, her. no, that's, you know, yeah, yeah she looks fierce. Yeah. So I was just like, right, I'm not going to... Like there's no judgment here. Like I would normally think, like oh, I've not, I've not got the right moment of that. But because mm. I knew I'd been semi-stalking her all day, mm. and that's just yeah how it is. So I've you know delivered all these. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, like we could probably talk on forever about this sort of stuff and drop lots of more, more. like go golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> One more. I think the closest we got to a complaint where I believe it was a father of the bride. We know, like they were semi semi anonymous, so we never really found out about this. Okay. Um, this wedding years and years and years ago got featured on like um, a wedding blog. I think it was. Um, rock my wedding maybe something like that mm. um, this dad had tried to leave a you know grumpy comment on it and mm. sent me like a nasty email um, didn't leave any reviews elsewhere yeah um, but like there it was it was a strange complaint because like he did say like her, like yeah it was a dad because he said my daughter's like really happy with the pictures in this complaint and it's just like well yeah. Yeah. So the person that booked me likes the pictures. I feel like. Yeah. That's that's okay. That's and their complaint <laughs> was like um, the pictures in the ceremony had like too much of a shallow depth of field. Oh my goodness! And it was a winter wedding mm. in like a um, a wooden barn venue in the Lake District. Mm. Um, and like I remember, like I was, so I was shooting. Like 85 or 50 at like 1.4, 1.6, hundredth of a second, ISO like 1,600. 
Mm. Um, and this was like back in the like five D or five D Mark Two days, maybe. And like, I would, and I was just thinking like, like that. I mean, how am I going to get like a deep depth of field if you want F eight? I can't do the maths off the top of my head, but I think that's basically like twenty five hundred ISO. Yeah. Or 50,000 ISO, which is just, it's not possible. No. Like back then, if you went to like 6,400, you'd be fucked. You like, would. You know, there'd yeah, be like, the half the picture would be purple splotch. Yeah, yeah. All you can do in that situation is just send them an, an essay on the technicalities of like mm. why photographers, you I know, mean, I, I, I did briefly, and then I was also, you know, I, I touched a little bit, just like, and also this is, you know, this is kind of our, our style. Like these, these are the, the pictures we'd be showing a website. This is how we, we like to shoot. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I could, could have got deeper depth of field shooting it all with a 24 or, you know, something. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, that's not that's not my style. It never really has been our style. And no, the, no. That's the style that, the you know, the couple likes. Like, they yeah. like, like nice 85 shots in the ceremony. I've seen this sort of thing crop mm. up before, actually, on certain Facebook groups where couples have complained about blurry photographs, haven't mm. they? Um and it's been found that the blurry uh, point that they're focused on is uh, shallow depth of field. Yeah, because they think it's like just portrait mode and their uh, yeah, phone well, where it's done it. like digitally. Why does this sort of thing happen? Like, I can't get my head around why this is happening because if you're a couple and you're looking for a photographer, are it, you, you clearly must be going through this photographer's portfolio. Mm. And if, it, if it's a photographer is professional and using professional lenses, you know, even at 2.8, you know, you're going to get... Oh, yeah. You're going to get, like, a shallow depth of field, aren't you? I, so are these people just not looking at the portfolios, literally going to, like, the photographer's websites, trying to find the cheapest photographer out there and just booking based on price and then finding out later on that they've not, you know, researched the work enough, they've mm. never seen professional photographs of shallow depth of field until they get presented with their wedding set and thinking, what the yeah. hell's that? I think... It's because it's, you know, they, the look is pretty, the shallow depth of field. Mm. And I think you see it of someone else's pictures and you don't know the family that's blurred out behind them. So it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's just like, oh, that's pretty. Even if you think it's like done like post-processing. Yeah. But then when it's your mum and dad that are kind of like out of focus, you're like, oh, you yeah. know, like I want them in focus. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, they, yeah. the thought comes to them. Yeah. And like... Because I'm sure you're the same, like quite often, like you're shooting the bride and groom and like people out, you know, behind are out of focus. And, and, and sometimes you'll focus on the people behind, like try and make sure you've got some of them reacting to the, the ceremony. You know, yeah, like yeah, so you've yeah. got a bit of both, haven't you? Yes. Because I am aware of that. Like, yeah, like it would be nice if, because sometimes they look adorable in the background, don't they? they? Do. And you're they like, do, oh, yeah. I really want you like more in focus. So like mm. you'll have one where the front row is in focus and the mm. bride and groom are out of focus or, you know, like just trying to, Mm. So between the shots, there's, you know, you're building up, you yes. know, the visual picture in the mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting stuff. But right. yeah, that, I mean, that's my personal theory that they just, it, it doesn't matter when it's someone else's, you know, friends and family that aren't in focus. They're just yeah. drawn to the prettiness of the shot and the bride and groom look nice. True, true. So, yeah, another thing that you can do with, um, you know, bad reviews when they come along, which is rare is just to kind of bury them <laughs> in some positive reviews. Yeah. Yeah, because more often than not, when this is this sort of thing's happened and you've looked at the, the photographers and the reviews they've got, they've usually got like many, many, many five-star reviews. And then mm. there's like, oh, here's a one-star review. This kind of looks a little bit out of place. 
Um, yeah. But, you know, nevertheless, it hurts. And so it does the thing you can do is to reach out to your lovely couples who aren't, you know, cranks <laughs> and say, would you mind helping me out? And um, with yeah. uh, some positive reviews, uh, just to kind of bury this negative review in the in the in the depths somewhere yeah 100%. Um, which is something that we've done in the past as well and um so yeah that was a good discussion on reviews and hopefully everyone's found some useful stuff out of that and i'm sure we can add more but we've got more to talk about pete do we we do kit oh kit let's talk about kit man you know because so, we're like oh the ladies aren't here we need to we can, we, geek, we out. can geek out we can yeah but you and i though we're like we're not really we don't really kind of go to town every year, do we, and start buying loads of new stuff. You know, what's, yeah. what have you got in your bag that you've had for fucking years and, like, it, there's no need to change it? Um, I've got loads. My, my 51.2s. <laughs> yeah, same, um, same, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's the new RF versions of those that look pretty, but yeah, a bit too... Bit too sharp. Bit too sharp. Yeah. Like but with the adapter, like it's just it's just breathed this new life into yeah. our EF lenses. And like I use my EF lenses a lot still and yeah. they're absolutely bloody awesome now with the new adapter. Yeah. So I can't really see why I'd need to upgrade to the RF. Mm. You know, but and it's like it's a hefty investment on RF lenses, is. isn't it? I just feel like they, they don't have as much the newer lenses don't seem to have any um character. To them, you know, they're, they're like flawless. You know, they're, they're beautiful. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them at all. Like, it's not a diss. Like, I just, yeah, certainly for, for kind of film, it's just nice to have like an element of imperfection about it. Yeah. Though, having said that, I was editing like a ceremony this year and I was just like, oh no, like, I've, I was shooting it from the back, I think, with a, you know, an 85. Um, and normally I shoot about 1.6, 1.8, you know, just just to get rid of this problem. Yeah. But I mean, I must have got carried away and um, we're shooting at F2 at uh, 1.2 or 1.4 and there's like purple fringing and I'm just like, oh, this this is annoying. <laughs> so, like, you know, in video, it's not as easy to, to fix um, as in Lightroom where you can kind of like select the, the purple fringe, you know, like yeah. and it just automatically fixes it unless you end up with the weird lips. If you end up with black and white lips before you'd be no. editing. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> if there's like red fringing on something. Yeah. Um, and you're like, you, you, you dial it in and then you zoom in on a couple's face. You're like, oh, half their face is black and white now. Oh, like, so I need yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. tone this down a little bit. But yeah, so with um, with video, I mean, similar thing. I was just like this like hue versus saturation kind of like curves. And you can like select that color and try and desaturate it or shift it to a more yeah. pleasing yeah. kind of colour. So I've done that and it looks fine, but I'm just like, oh. Like, here's me like, oh, I like character and lenses. And then I'm like, oh, too much chromatic aberration. This is yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it's um, I'm very happy with my kit and I've not changed anything for such a long time. The last lens I bought was like three years ago, I think, and it was that 28 to 70 F2. Oh, yeah. Which is like my workhorse. I love Buggered your wrist, doesn't it? It did, but like it's um, it's it's decent at the moment, you know, because I, I do a bit more Pilates now, and yeah. so I'm not suffering as much as I, as I used to. I don't use the lens as exclusively as I did when I first bought it. I am shooting a lot more now with the 35 and the 50, 
but that lens, you know, it's uh, it's absolutely amazing for bridal prep. It's amazing for ceremonies. It does the job for mm. most of the day. And I, I haven't upgraded any of my equipment for such a long time. And I don't, I do feel an itch to buy new stuff, but I always pull back and hold back and think, well, what I've got is fine. Yeah, it's working well. Kit is expensive, and then sometimes people might be tempted just to kind of add new kit to their mm. arsenal. Sometimes by going down the route of say like leasing stuff as well, which is like at the time feels like a good idea, but then you've obviously yeah. got further business expenses then to, to deal with. And this is a mistake that I've made in the past where we've had like so many bits of kit on, on lease. It can be a bit stressful, can't it? You know, when you've got <laughs> all these payments going out every month where when you found like a system that works for you, don't feel the need to kind of upgrade just because new stuff's coming out. It's like True. when the new Sony cameras yeah. came out and everyone was like, oh, I really want a mirrorless camera. Um, and lots of people jumped ship, didn't they, instantly to Sony. Mm. I held back and I was still shooting on the, the 5D Mark IV uh, for you dinosaur. a couple of years, you know, <laughs> until like Canon got their fucking asses into gear and brought out the R6. But mm. I, I didn't feel a need to change because I knew I was producing good work on the SLR. Um, so mm. I didn't feel like I needed to do anything. Um, yeah. But having said that, I would love Canon to bring out this RF 35mm 1.2. I'd be talking about that for like... It feels like forever. Got to be patient with Canon. Mm. They get there eventually. <laughs> they have brought out some new lenses recently, haven't they? Uh, what they? Ooh, one of them is like a 28 to 70, I think. 1.8. I mean, I've got the F2 version. Is this going to be a, a fucking mortar of a lens, you know? It's going to be quite massive. And I don't know. I mean, unless they've, they've like got some... I don't know, new magical engineering that could maybe reduce... How could you have a larger zoom than the 2870? You know, because that's a beast. Have you seen some of the cinema camera that lenses? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at some anamorphics and um, almost bought... Um, was this this Lauer one? And uh, oh, what did it weigh? It was two and a half kilograms or three and a half. It was, it was a shitload because... I. I I went and compared it to your, you know, that, that, that beast of the a lens. Beast, yeah. You know, was it the 2870 yeah. F2? Yeah. And it was like a, like twice as heavy. No. Yeah. Really so you can't, it's impossible to handhold. It's it, not a handholdy lens. No, it's no. like a, yeah. And it, <laughs> so many of those lenses, you know, they come with a little like collar on the lens, don't they? Yeah. Like a lens support. And it's like, yeah, no wonder you just like, that would snap that camera wouldn't it he certainly like, would, it? <laughs> like all that pressure on the lens bounce yeah yeah because until i saw that i was like oh it's expensive but i really want it and i was just like what what like i can't lift that i mean i can lift it but not all day no no chance yeah. mate. and like cameras as well you know obviously like canon are bringing out new cameras you've got the the um the R6 Mark II and you've got the R3, which are, you know, lovely cameras. You mm. know, I do lust after, you know, these these fancy new like, cameras. Like an R3 that, would suit an you. R, an R3 would, would be nice. But but then when I shoot my R6, like, it's an absolute joy. I, I never feel like there's a moment during a wedding where I'm like, fucking camera, come on, sort yourself out. Yeah. It, it does feel like it's, for weddings, it's got it nailed. Yeah. I never find like there's a point where it's like, oh, if the camera could just do this, like I, yeah. would, I would be winning here. Um, so yeah, I, could, I can't see myself. Sometimes there's a point where you're like, you know, you you don't upgrade and you should though. I think because I was really happy with it because we moved over, I moved over to Sony um, 
you know, mostly for filming, but then I did use it for photographing weddings because I did like the files out of it. I did like um, kind of the focus of it um, compared to, what was it, the, the Mark Three and Four, you know, the, the Canon Mark Three and Four that we had. Yeah. Um, but then, like, when they got stolen, I'd moved over, you know, to the R5s um, so much faster in every way, mm. you know, and I, and I was, you know, like holding myself back. You know, I, and I was adapting Canon lenses to the Sony, which was part of why the you know they were they were slower than they they would be. But like now, it's just like boom, 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 boom. Everything's in focus. Mm. No hunting around. You yeah. know, and it's just like yeah, like the old cameras are fine, and you can get good results with them. But you are like slowing mm. yourself down in a way, which can be good. I mean, we come home with six thousand pictures, ten thousand pictures from a wedding now, don't we? Yeah, but we do, we yeah. do, yeah. And I would say though, if you're a wedding photographer now and you're <clears throat> you're still shooting on SLRs, nothing wrong with that. Because we we did it for years, didn't we? And yeah, we yeah. got by, didn't we? Yeah. But if you're looking to shoot like winter weddings, mm. um, I do find like the SLR does struggle a little bit in in that sort of situation. Like the recent wedding that I shot where I was in a dark cave. If I had the, the Mark IV then, yeah. you know, I don't know. I probably would be looking at a one-star review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know if I would have oh done it. Oh, my God, yeah. I would have, like... Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that on, like, a 20D, like, back in the day. Yeah, but you know what? Like, the only thing I could have done in that situation with the uh, the Mark IV would have just would have been the direct flash, I think. Yeah. Um, and so I could have got through it, but... Yeah. I think most people from that wedding probably would have thought, fucking hell, that photographer, we were just yeah. trying to have our cocktails and he's like blasting us in the face with his nuclear flash gun. <laughs> and that's the only way I could have got through that wedding because the bounce flash wasn't working, the off-camera yeah. flash wasn't working, the video lights were too intrusive. Yeah. Actually, I could have done the video lights maybe, but... Now, the they are were... more intrusive than you think video lights. They are, yeah. and the ceilings weren't high enough to get mm. the tripod high enough as well, so there would have been like some yeah. really harsh shadows on, on faces that so would have been like direct yeah. uh, flash with uh, the SLR. So I would say to people out there, if you're still on SLRs and you you know you want to shoot winter weddings, then yeah, it's probably essential that you're on a mirrorless by now, isn't it? Yeah, and I think yeah, with new gear, it's always like, it's never gonna um, it's never gonna earn you the money back. <laughs> you no. know, it's you, investing in yourself and your kind of like ease of use and quality of life for you, yeah. not like shouting at your camera. Mm. But like, it's it's very rarely going to be the thing that you know is holding you back from being a better photographer. Yeah, agreed, um, mate. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I've still got some triggers in my um, bag. I don't do a huge amount of off-camera flash anymore, but when I do, I mm. pull out my Photix Strata two triggers, Ooh, which I got those actually when I are they shot... the little ones you put on the bottom of yeah. the flash? Oh, well, that's yeah. it because everyone now have got like. Uh, flash guns with inbuilt um, transmitters, haven't they? They're all Godox ones. Yeah, yeah everyone's using them, aren't they? I don't. I've still got my old Godox flash guns with these triggers, and they work completely fine. Yeah, I've got a bit more kit. There's mm. a few more batteries, but it works for me. I can't see a reason to change it. And it was actually Adam Johnson who got me onto these because we did that our first destination wedding together in 2012 mm. in Kenya, and um, I wasn't shooting um, dancing uh, off camera flash then. And he had his little setup. I was like, oh, mate, what's, what's this? And he, he showed me these, these triggers. I thought, ooh, nice. Mm. And I, I quite like these. And I bought them in 2012. And yeah. I've had them for 11 years. And they still work really well. And can't see a reason to, to change. Yeah, they um, work. Keep them. Yeah. Yeah. Still got a bag uh, that's like 15 years old. I mean, it's tattered. I've sewed it up a few times, but I love that I'm bag. I'm not allowed to use my favourite bag anymore. Laura doesn't let me leave the house with it. Why not? 
because it's um, the materials are worn off. You know, the bit that kind of rubs against you. Yes, <clears throat> that's the materials all rubbed. Yeah. yeah, she's like same. no. It Same, looks mate. terrible. You can't go to a wedding like that. <laughs> it, lo- it looks like your experience. It looks like, oh man, this guy knows what he's doing. Look at his back. This man's seen some things. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the same with mine. I've got, I've got um, a spider holster that I bought off uh, Alexis Jaworski. And I bought that like 12 years ago off him. Yeah. And then when you take the camera off, you know, the padding area, it's mm. all worn. Yeah. It's worn right down to the plastic. <laughs> so when I take my camera off now, people look at me and think, this guy's seen some stuff. Yeah. This guy's had some bad reviews. He's been somewhere, <laughs> you know. He knows what he's doing. Look at him. <laughs> he's yeah. had some bad reviews and he's come out the other side. Yeah. Seasoned. So if you made him money, go and buy what you want. But, you know, if you're a wedding photographer in the current climate, yeah. well, it is a bit more tricky now to book weddings and everything's fucking expensive, like gas and electricity, you know. They don't always feel like you need to go and buy something. Mm-hmm. If the current kit that you've got is working well for you, stick with it and just dream about yeah. having new lenses. Yeah. Well, I, I worked with um, a photographer a couple of years ago and um, she's like an amazing photographer, um, really well known, does like shoots for Disney and all that. And, and she's, she doesn't, she, her 50, she shoots with the um, the 1.4, the, the yeah. Canon 50 1.4, the nifty 50. Yeah. Um, oh, the nifty one's at 1.8, isn't it? The nifty. I think that's the... Plastic. Yeah, the plastic one had yeah. a different name. I know plastic, fantastic, but oh. um, I think the Nifty Fifty was the one point four one. Oh, okay. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one point eight one was my first prime lens. Yeah, and I'd that love was amazing that. lens, wasn't it? So amazing. You know what? When you when you put that next to the one point two, yeah, you pick it up. It's like this is out of the fucking Christmas cracker, isn't it? This, yeah. this. But I, the quality was amazing. That fell out of our car. Because um, it was in like our backup bag for so long, you know, in case one of our 50s breaks. Yeah. It went on the floor, hit the concrete, snapped into, well, I didn't snap, just broke into two pieces. Yeah. Um, I took the central piece, put it back in the middle, screwed it back in. Good. Been fine ever since. Yeah. You know, it's like, how, I, I, what, what is it made of? It's just like endlessly repairable. Like, yeah. 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 That if was an like... element fell off, I, I, I reckon you could probably just glue it back on and it'll be perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. Iconic lens. I reckon I could shoot a whole wedding with that. Yeah. I do. I probably have to have a few backups because I was <laughs> plastic, isn't it? But I reckon I could shoot a whole wedding on that. I mean, the focusing sound was a, is a, is a yeah, bit intense. It was a bit. It? it was a bit. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Great lens. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 if I was going to buy something, mm. I, would, any, I would like the 35 one. But anyway, but I was just going to say, like, she shoots with that lens. Um, mm. She can afford the other ones. She likes the look of that lens. And it's yeah. like, it's a little bit, like, for me, it's like, oh, it's quite inspiring. You know, you're like, yeah. you've looked at the results from these lenses. And you're like, I like... The look from that. The look from that. You know, yeah. there, are, there are some imperfections in there uh-huh. that you, like, you know, add to their work. Yeah, so that's it, yeah. yeah. I mean, that lens is, is, is banged on. Like, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great lens. Obviously, there's like the chromatic aberration issue with that lens, but now, with yeah. all the tools we've got available to us, that's easily yeah, fixed, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, like, you can pick up one of those now off, off eBay for, what, 50 quid, probably? Second probably. hand, probably even less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to have it in your bag as a backup, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. people might look at you at the wedding think, what is he shooting on? I don't think they would. No? I don't think they would, no. I think people um, do value someone being, like, small and, you know, unobtrusive. So maybe that, that would work. Especially because people are so happy with their, like, camera. Yeah. You know, their the camera. They're, um, they're phone cameras, aren't they? And they're tiny. 
Mm. Um, so I think people have stopped thinking that like size with cameras like is what makes it yeah, good. That then, era is gone. Yeah, yeah. It someone turns up with a massive lens, they might be like, "That's old," yeah. you know, rather than like, "Oh, that's you know, that's a that's Very a good true. that's capturing a lot of light." Indeed. Yeah. Well, good discussions, mate. Um, I think we should probably move on to our highs and lows. Okay. Got any highs? Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. <laughs> Tell me why you're thinking, I've got a big high. Oh, I've got a big high. Everton won last night, 3-0. We were playing Newcastle. Yeah, tough team, oh, man. And like, I want the ladies um, back and there's much less football talk. <laughs> we played a blinder last night, so that is my high. And you know what? It's like my dad, he was a massive Evertonian. He's no longer with us, God bless his soul. And so if he was around now... You know, I could just see his face light up. And he used to jump out of the chair. We used to watch the football together. And if Everton scored, he used to jump out of the chair, you know, whiskey flying everywhere. <laughs> oh, I used, yeah, I used to go to uh, to watch Burnley with my dad. Um, and yeah, like, that, lots of happy memories, like watching watching football with, with, with your dad. Like, it is yeah, a, it is a it thing, was. isn't it? I used it? to love it. I, honestly, my dad, like, yeah. he was well into his Everton. And, and we, he used to drive us to the, to the football match. We used to go and park in a, in a pub called The Hermitage in Liverpool and we'd have a couple of beers um, first I was only 12 at the time <laughs> I was going to say a little 12 year old man and then we'd, we'd walk to uh, the ground through Walton and he'd buy um, he'd buy me a bottle of coke and he'd be like Liam drink half that coke so I'd drink half the coke and then he'd pull out his he'd, he'd get a bottle of whiskey and like he'd pour the whiskey into the coke oh my god and he'd, and he'd like say like, stick that in your, in, your, in your coat Liam and then uh I can have a few swigs then. You can have a few swigs as well during the football. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking genius, man. Absolute wow. genius. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah, Everton for me is like, it's my dad. So, yeah. you know, it sort of keeps the memories of my dad alive. So, you know, I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. So we won. So that's good news. And then uh, low, do you know what? It's been a tricky week, you know, not having B around. It's been, yeah. uh, it's been tough. Um, I've had to step up my game a little bit to, to manage things, but it, it has worked. And you know what? That bloody elf has been an absolute nightmare because, like, obviously, bees away. I don't know what you mean. They just the elf comes by magic every night, Liam. It's been like it's been really hard with the elf because Betty um, is very close to her mum, and so me being like the good dad, I've been just going to bed with Betty. Um, she's been sleeping with me, and I've been doing it so she feels safe, so she feels happy. And there's been no tears from her during the oh, week, so okay, yeah. it's been the right thing to do. But. We've been going upstairs. I'm like, Betty, you know, could you do us a favour? Brush your teeth. I've just got to go downstairs and I've got to lock up and make sure like all the Christmas lights are off. So I've been running downstairs like a lunatic with the elf in my hand thinking, what can I do? And then, <laughs> and like Betty's been like, I really want the elf to do something naughty. I'm like, I haven't got time to construct anything naughty. So, <laughs> so the elf's just been kind of like, Sat on a shelf. <laughs> elf on a elf shelf. Elf on a shelf, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Betty's been like coming down, oh, the elf's not done anything naughty. I really want the elf to do something naughty. I'm like... Maybe the elf's turned over a new leaf, you know? I've been saying, look, Betty, the elf, you know, has only been around for five days, five or six, what are we on? Eight days. You know, there's plenty of time. I think elves get Saturday more... night when mummy's back is yeah. when elves get... <laughs> they get. They get more naughty, Betty, as the, as the days goes on. They get more naughty. That's what's going to happen. So that's been my low, trying to f- frantically running around the bloody living room with the elf in my hand while Betty's upstairs. Daddy, are you coming to bed? And I'm running around trying to figure out something creative with the elf. So yeah. Yeah. Massive low. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Go on, mate. What's my high? Um... 
had a lovely meal out with my uh, parents for um, Alma's birthday. Um, so, yeah, that was nice. My dad was on one with his, you know, with multiple bottles of wine. And, I mean, I was trying to help <laughs> out as best I could, you know, just, just you know, kindness of my heart. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was nice to have, like, a, is, a night out with your parents, isn't it? It is. Um, and Alba loved it. Um, and, yeah, Alba's whole birthday has, you know, just been... Been yeah. lovely. It's not over yet, mate. Got Sunday not party. Over yet. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Going to the cinema. Uh, it's not really a party. You're not really doing a party this because he's had so many things. He went to the Ivy like two weeks ago. Yeah, he's had a great birthday, birthday hasn't he? And he got a TV. He got a TV. A TV. I Can mean, you imagine having a TV I at know. that age? Two parties, a TV. My God. I mean, what a life. I know. <laughs> I feel like I've lost the plot. Like uh, agreeing to all I this. Know. But he appreciates that TV very much. He does. He's just, yeah, just really well behaved. Does everything we ask of him. And it's just like, it's hard to say no at that point. It is. Just getting decent chores. This guy's life compared to our life. Like, I know he's got a TV, but like, he wakes up in the morning. He has to learn his spellings. He has to go on, um, you know, he has to read some of his book. Mm. Like, there's, there's other things on Edgehead he's got to do. And it's just like, he's got all this homework before he even starts his day. Yeah. I never had anything to do in the morning as a, no, as a kid. No, I mean, me and Betty should have been doing that this week, but we'd been watching, um, what's that thing? Gr- Grizzy, Grizzy and the Lemmings. Right, That's okay. what we've been doing in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll get back on it when B's back. And then there's the homework. They do homework. We do. Yeah. And it's like, it's, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, okay, your life is quite, quite hard. Quite and, intense, yeah. And like, you forget, like, school's awful. Isn't it? Like, I mean, I quite enjoyed school, but also, like, it's that is your life for, like, you know, the first 20 years. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, like, you have no real kind of, like, freedom outside of these, these you know, like, having a TV and being able to play some computer games. Like, it's not the end of the world, is it? It's not no. the end of the world. Just getting peeling some potatoes, I reckon that's the next bit. You yeah. Know, just, you know, there can always getting be Getting cooking. He'd love to cook, I think. Yeah. Betty yeah. Likes, likes that as well. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I'm going to teach her the art of peeling a potato. That's the next step in her childhood training. Yeah. Maybe start with a carrot. Carrots are easier. Yeah. Yeah. My parents had me peeling a spud when yeah, I was I remember age. peeling spuds. With a knife as well. With a knife? knife, mate, yeah. I can and this was how you were half cut after all yeah. that whiskey as well, isn't it? Was, it? Mate, yeah. yeah, I could peel a potato, right, without, in one, like, so, like, the skin is in one with a knife, and that's all down to my uh, expert training from my parents nice. in the 80s. Nice, yeah. yeah, 80s, special time, special <laughs> time. Um, what's my low? Um, I think not being able to sleep. I've been sleeping shockingly. Oh, mate. No, no good reason for it. You need Just some like, booze. We need to go to the pub or something, don't we? I, I mean, I've been trying. Yeah, well, I've not been trying. I'm not like an alcoholic. <laughs> but I've been like, you know, like purposefully like, no, I've not been sleeping very well. So I won't have anything to drink just in case it's that. Yeah. And yeah, it's, and not, it's not worked. That. Oh, yeah. back on it, yeah. mate. Back on it. Back on it on the, in the weekend with a back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, amazing. Nice chatting, mate. And um, I think we've done a stellar job with our wives. But next week, they're back with a bang. And I'm sure B has got some amazing tales from her trips to paradise. Yeah. So we're looking forward to hearing those. And um, 
If anyone's got any questions, you know, do fire away as well. You know, we are... We haven't had any questions. We haven't no, any questions. Have we stopped asking for questions? I think we might have, yeah. So we are open books, you know. it's um, We do our best to try and impart our many years of knowledge whenever we have these podcasts. <laughs> but a lot of it stays... We'll call it wisdom, shall yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it stays locked away in our little dusty drawers in our minds. So if you've got questions, we've got answers. So do fire away, guys. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go and take Maud for a walk and uh, have a boiled egg and some soldiers. I'm going to go have a nap. Sounds good, mate. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, bye.